we don't have to throw out all of our stuff as some will have you to believe that decluttering is. Decluttering is not going through and throwing out all the things that make you happy just so you can be a minimalist or something like that. <laughs> it really is keeping your stuff in a way that makes you feel good and makes you proud of your stuff. When you hear the phrases, home is where the heart is or home sweet home, do you ever stop to consider what your home feels like to you? Is it peace-filled, comfortable, organized, bright, and joyful? Because if it's not, let's find some beautiful, easy, inexpensive, or even free ways to make it feel like a true home sweet home. We are your hosts, Lene and Sandy, and we want you to imagine yourself in a home that suits you and that warmly envelops you because home is where a lot of us spend a lot of our time right now. So today we're inviting Mia Pace to share some ways to do this. Mia Pace is a renowned singer and songwriter who uses her talents to promote hope and love and to uplift the human spirit. And I bet all of us can agree that we need that right now. So in 2020, she decided to combine her experiences as a creative and a world traveler to form her company called The Lifted Home, which focuses on using home decor and organization as a form of self-care, luxury, and fun. So when Sandy and I saw her inspiring and artistic posts and photos and her tips for revamping our homes and beautifying our lives, we said, we have got to have a conversation with this lovely lady. So Mia Pace, please help us to embrace our space. Sandy and I welcome you to the show. Thank you so much, Lene and Sandy, for having me. That was so beautiful, Lene. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. We're definitely happy to have you. And I guess 2020, what a year for reinvention. And you used it to create the Lifted Home and it's not just a 2020 thing. Of course, we're spending an awful lot more time there in 2020, but why is it so important to have a home that makes us feel happy? Well, Sandy, 2020 showed us a whole lot of things, what's important, what our needs truly are. But one thing for me, it showed me how important my surroundings are, my space, and how it affects the way I think and feel. And I knew that if I was experiencing that, then so many others were experiencing that as well. And you went from what you were doing as an artist, which a lot of artists I know were sidelined, and I'm hoping live shows come back in a big way soon. But you use this energy to create the lifted home. So what's a, a little bit of the inspiration behind that? Yes, well, I've always been a creative person. And one thing that I've learned is that creativity is never stopped. You can be creative anywhere, anytime, whether you have resources or not. All you need is your mind and that's it. And so I kind of got creative and said, how can I use the energy that I would have been using on stage and traveling and communicating in real life with human beings? How can I use that 
to make people feel joy in their own spaces and make them feel alive and happy and connected and not alone, which is what music does. You know, it makes us feel connected and energetic and want to keep going. And so how can I do that when people are bored at home or sad or lonely? This was one of the things that has always been in my life, well, in my adult life, that has given me peace and joy. And so I wanted to make it fun and creative. So I used social media, um, specifically Instagram, to get it out to the world. Oh, yeah. Because let me tell you, I found you on Instagram at The Lifted Home. And you had the most adorable, simple, I don't even want to call them life hacks because they're too cute and too wonderful (laughs) and too special. I encourage anyone to take a look and to follow you because not only do you show the different photos and tips and ways of even arranging things that you already have, but you also drop these posts of things that are uplifting. You had one that sticks in my head. It says, entertain yourself like company every single day. And I, boom, I want to entertain (laughs) myself. (laughs) Yeah, that is such a, I'm so glad that that resonated with you, Lene. And I, I don't know how everyone else grew up, but I grew up in Maryland with a big family. And a lot of times we had company. And when company was coming, it was, uh uh-uh, clean up the living room because we having company. Make sure there's something to drink in there because we have in company. Make that lemonade and put it in the pitcher. Oh, there's somebody's kids are coming. So clean up your rooms in case they want to play. You know what I'm saying? Because we needed to receive company. Why? Because when company comes, we want them to feel welcome. We want them to feel warm. We want them to know that we want them there, that they are not imposing, that we want them not to feel stressed. When they come into our home, it's not about how fancy our home is. I didn't grow up in a fancy, sparkly house, but I grew up in a warm, loving, giving house. And if we had it, we were going to share it with whoever was coming through that door, whether it was a bologna sandwich or a big old turkey. We're sharing it and we're having a good time. So why not treat yourself that way? When you walk into your door, I mean, if Michelle Obama or, you know, Martha Stewart was coming through, what would you do? Would you (laughs) offer them something to drink? Would you say, girl, take your shoes off, sit on my couch that I just fluffed up these pillows. And pull out those candles and things that you don't ever want to use unless it's special, but maybe you're your own Martha or Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't we just as important as Oprah or Martha Stewart? Yeah. And we don't have to have the fine china out all the time, but why not have some nice stuff out for ourselves? Sure. sure. Keep the um, the everyday stuff. Just make it nice. You can get nice plates at the dollar store. Literally. one. And that's kind of one of the keys to what um, Lene sort of touched on that a little in the beginning is you don't have to spend a lot of money to treat yourself like a guest and to have your home the way you want it to be. And that's kind of the beauty of what you do, right? Absolutely, Sandy. We really deserve this. And not because we did anything, just because we exist. We deserve to be loved on, even if it's from ourselves. And we deserve to feel fancy. We deserve to feel luxury. And luxury has nothing to do with money or zip code. 
It has everything to do with feeling loved and uplifted and happy. And so we could do that for ourselves. Light those good candles. Really treat yourself. What are you saving that vanilla candle for? Light it. (laughs) You just buy another one. (laughs) Yeah, light it for yourself. Because I got to tell you this. So now I'm at an advantage because no one else who's listening to this can see it. But I'm looking at your background right now, Mia. (laughs) And you have books on your bookshelves and they are color coded, which means that this is that part about it's not always about material gains and things like that. You have what I'm assuming to be are some of your maybe favorite books that you like to read and pour into you and to your soul and to your mind, but they're color coded. So it looks like dang on artwork (laughs) on the Zoom call. (laughs) It's just beautiful. It's just simple little things like that, it seems like. Oh, sure. I mean, we all have stuff. You know, over the years, we accumulate so much stuff. And what I've learned is we don't have to throw out all of our stuff as some will have you to believe that decluttering is. Decluttering is not going through and throwing out all the things that make you happy just so you can be a minimalist or something like that. (laughs) It really is keeping your stuff in a way that makes you feel good and makes you proud of your stuff, even if no one else can see it. I mean, I haven't had any company all year, but I like to look at this. You know, it makes me feel calm. It makes me feel happy. I see a rainbow when I, you know, when I walk in this room. So it really is just about yourself. And I think sometimes people don't understand how much beauty in your surroundings can change your state of mind, even if you're alone. It really, really makes a difference. So people are all about steps and how does Mia do this? And I want my house to look like Mia. And one of the ways, of course, is to follow you on Instagram and you got to see the pictures and you have very specific tips and places where you buy stuff. But you have something um, that you sent to us called the five steps to having a lifted home. Can we talk about that? Because I'm kind of chomping at the bit to get to (laughs) tips. Yes, absolutely. So I've created things that I've already been doing, I just kind of broke them down a bit. And they are the five steps to a lifted home. And the first step is to dream. We have to dream. Even if that dream seems unattainable, it seems completely crazy, which our dreams usually are. Just dream it as big as you can. Make your mind just go crazy, your wildest dreams. And have that, sit with it, say it out loud, put it on a mood board, write it down, look at pictures on Instagram and Pinterest and watch cool television shows. I love reality TV where you see how these women are living in their housewives in their big house. I'll probably never live in a house like that, who knows? But I love to dream about it. Oh, I would just float through this beautiful hallway and that's a dream. And guess what? It's okay to have those dreams. Those dreams make our mind go to the place. And then we can bring those dreams into our own home. And before you know it, you are in your dream home. So you have to dream. That's the first step. And you know what you're talking about. I have to tell this another part that I'm at an advantage because (laughs) I have taken a look at your website, miapace.com. This lady right here, Mia Pace, she has pretty much done everything. She's a singer. She's a songwriter. She's been on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. She has been an NFL cheerleader, an activist. She's an influencer. She pushes hope into the world. So when she's talking about dreams, 
she knows what she's talking about. She's also from New York City, which is the place of big dreams, you know, or well, not, I shouldn't say from, you live in New York City. <laughs> For and many years. Yes. yes. That's important to note that you know what you're talking about when we're listening to you here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know a little something about dreaming because as a little girl, I had all the dreams, all of them. And, you know, when you put them out there into the world, even when you just put them in your mind, it does make them tangible. And even little pieces of them feel really, really good. So yes, dream those big, crazy dreams. And you just never know what you're going to invite into your life by dreaming. Yeah. So then the next step is to clean. You have got to clean up. (laughs) From the dreams down to the clean. This is the tough love. This is the real tea right here. Yes. And (laughs) whether we like it or not, everyone is not passionate about cleaning. Truth be told, I don't like cleaning up. If I had all the money, I would hire someone who enjoys cleaning to come and clean everything in my home. But I don't have that kind of dough. So I had to learn how to clean up, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And if you have other human beings in your house, guess what? They need to clean up too. From the little, (laughs) little ones (laughs) to all of them, okay? So let's clean up. It's for our health. It's for our mental health. Do the best you can. You don't have to go through your whole house and clean everything at the same time. You can make a schedule or you can, you know, make sure you have one space that's always clean or do a little something before you go to bed. Like I like to fix the couch up before I go to bed so that when I wake up, wow, the living room just looks so nice. The pillows are all straight. The throw blanket is looking nice. There's no cups on the table. That's an easy sweep right before you go to bed because you know what else I saw on your Instagram story <laughs> and post is the way that your shelves and closet is arranged. You have like a little cleaning nook. And I wonder if that makes it more fun. Also, like you have all your little cleaning products lined up and pretty and organized. And there, that's another thing. When you say that other people can help, some people don't like to vacuum. Some people do. I don't know why I find it relaxing to do dishes and to wipe down countertops, but what? then I don't like doing laundry. I don't, I just relax and just, just roll with it with my little sponge across the countertop. I don't know why that's relaxing, especially if I've had a frustrating day, but please don't make me do laundry because that frustrates me. So I have my son do the laundry. I do the dishes and my husband, I don't know. He does the outside things, <laughs> but um <laughs> but it all can work, right? To make for a beautiful home. Yes, if you make things pretty, sometimes it's just fun, you know? Turn on a little music. If you hate laundry, you know what? Throw on your favorite Beyonce album or something and that might put a little spark in you to fold those clothes. Or watch a Marie Kondo video or something, learn how to fold a shirt and you might get into it. Like you never know. So make it fun, make it pretty. I love to keep my cleaning products in little rows with labels. And if someone wants to help, they'll know exactly where the Lysol spray is and they can help me clean up. But definitely clean up, find a way to clean up. The next step, organize. You have this is to up know. here with cleaning up, right? This is yeah. like not an easy thing necessarily for everybody, but you're going to tell us how to make it fun, aren't you? Yes. Now, organizing is different for everyone. Organizing has a lot to do with your own brain, how it thinks, what triggers your brain as far as your memory, remembering where things are, and systems. We have to create systems in our home that don't just work for right now, but that work all year, that work all the time, that work for every member of your household. Great systems that work are labels. 
color coding. People remember sometimes things by color, size and brand name and different zones, like all the cleaning products go here. All the bath and body stuff goes here. All the bedding goes here. Just really make systems that work. That way, if you have something, you find a paperclip, you know, on the floor, you immediately know where it goes. You don't have paperclips all over the house. You have one spot where there's paperclips and everybody knows to put it in there. So how you know where to find it. Yeah, yeah, you know where to find find it when you're looking for it. (laughs) Yeah, if someone comes to you bleeding, I need a Band-Aid. Like, and you don't know where the Band-Aids are, that's going to be a problem. (laughs) Exactly. And it makes things quick and productive and efficient. Yeah, that way you have time to do the things you like. Nobody feels like organizing and cleaning up all the time. Let's watch a movie. Let's go outside and play. Let's bake a cake or read a book. Nobody feels like doing all of this all day. Not even me. (laughs) Not even you. (laughs) Now, we do waste a lot of time looking for things that are lost. And if we could add that up and then say, okay, well, it's going to take me a while to organize. But on the other hand, how much time in the past year have I spent looking for keys or looking for whatever? That makes a lot of sense. And I guess probably people have different ways that make sense to them and their family, right? Yes, absolutely, Sandy. I mean, literally... It has to do with what goes on in your household and what's in your family. Like I had a client that when I was putting all of her stuff together in like a little storage place, toilet paper and cotton balls and facial tissues and things like that. And I said, what would you like me to call this bin? It's kind of all like this little paper products. I said, I could call it bathroom storage and stuff. She was like, can you call it fluffy stuff? (laughs) (laughs) I said, girl, yes, I can call it fluffy stuff. And I got my little, (laughs) and I wrote fluffy stuff because that is what she's going to remember. She's going to know exactly what's in that box. (laughs) It will establish a good habit for her with the cute name that she identifies with. (laughs) Yeah. And she'll probably smile every time she goes to get a facial tissue. (laughs) And she will think of Mia. (laughs) (laughs) And so for the next step, personalize. And this one is very, very important because Lene, like you were saying, home is where the heart is. And if you don't make your home your own, then you might as well be living in a hotel or at someone else's house. So a few things you can do, put things on the wall, pictures of people you love, your dog. If you have a cute picture of your dog, I say all the time, I use this little app called Keepsake. I don't work for them. They don't pay me, but... Literally, you just download the app and any little picture that you have on your phone, you just upload it onto the app. And in five minutes, you send the picture and then they frame it, blow it up, put it in a cute frame and send it right to your house. So have pictures of your family around. If you don't have a lot of family, have pictures of the tree that you like outside that you took or have a poem or you can frame a card that someone gave you that you really like. Anything that will make you look around and say, oh, this is my home. I love that. Creative and personalized so that it doesn't seem like you said, like when someone walks in your house, they may as well have just been walking into a random hotel room that's just got one of those weird artwork things on the wall. Yes, exactly. And no shade against regular, you know, things you can buy at Target on the wall. And those are fine. Like if you need to fill a space and you like the color, you like what something looks like, but it's so important to put something personal up in your home. It just makes all the difference. In so many ways. Yeah. Keepsake, huh? It's an app. 
Yeah, it's just called Keepsake and you just download the app. It's totally free. I read about it on maybe the New York Times or something, the post, because we don't have a whole bunch of um, like photo albums anymore like we used to. All of our photos are digital and they're on our phone and we can swipe through our phone. But like if you have that one picture, you know, of your mom or your kid or whatever, your college friend, and you just want it up. Yeah. I did that for Christmas for my mother-in-law, but I went and had my picture printed at the grocery store or grocery store, a drugstore. I don't know who does that now. Lots of places, (laughs) Um, but no one hardly prints photos anymore. So yeah, I did that, went and bought a frame and that was fine, but this sounds so much easier. And is it reasonably priced? Yeah. I mean, it depends on how big you want it. And so, yes, I could afford it. I'm not a rich woman. So I don't do it every day. It's a treat for me. It's a gift for others. All right. It's cheaper than going to a framer in Manhattan and getting something professionally framed. It's oh, just I can imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the t- professional framers are very expensive. They are. Yeah. And, you know, besides Keepsake, there are a number of these apps and you can do your own research and find the, the one that's right for you. And if you don't want to do the app, you can totally, like you said, just go print out the picture, go to Michael's and get a nice frame and throw it up on the wall. You do what works. Yeah, absolutely. So are we at the, we're a personalized. Okay, we've personalized. That's my favorite so far. So much better than cleaning. Um, can we skip right to personalize? And I really like the last one here. I got a cheat sheet, but you tell us what the last one is. The last one is enjoy. Enjoy. You are not living at a museum. Enjoy your home. Sit on that couch, that good fluffy couch. Use those blankets. They are not decoration. They are not. Light those candles. There should not be dust on your candle wicks. Light them, burn them, (laughs) melt them, use them. Use those pretty wine glasses that you bought. And if you're afraid of them because they're grandma's wine glasses, get a cheap wine glass that's pretty and use it. Whatever it is, enjoy your stuff. Enjoy your home. Get the good sheets and pull them out. Don't just save them for company. Get a set for company and get you a good set of 100% cotton sheets. That feels good. And just use your stuff. Enjoy your home while no one's looking. Really, really just treat yourself. Watch the Netflix that you're paying for. Read those books and sit on that balcony. Some people have outdoor space that they just never use because, oh, that's for the cookout. That's for entertaining. That's no, this is your home. Go outside and sit on your porch and get a pitcher of lemonade for yourself. Yeah. And things like some of the things that you mentioned, as far as the sheets, did you know that we sleep on sheets 365 days a year? (laughs) So you may as well invest in the ones that you like. I mean, I know that there are some things that may be considered frivolous that you really aren't going to use very often, but this is something that is a sustained use that you may as well take advantage of something that you'll really enjoy. I'm with you on all of this. It really makes a difference, especially for people who are working from home, for people who are not getting to do the vacations that they want. They might have to do more of a staycation. Mm -hmm. It really seems like enjoy is the jackpot winner word here for the day. (laughs) Enjoy that space. I mean, that's why we all want to run off on vacation anyway, because we don't want the stress of home and we want to go somewhere and enjoy it. Why? Because we go to that hotel and there's 
fluffy white towels and good crispy sheets and pretty atmosphere and somebody's coming in and cleaning up and then you go outside and there's fresh air and sunshine. Well, guess what? A lot of these things we can get right in our own homes. We just have to set it up that way so that we can feel like this every day. I love that. I have to add one more component. So you have those five and it makes me think we always have this time near the end of our show called takeaway time. But what is the big takeaway that we want our audience members to really go away with? And I was thinking about this before we got on here. And then I'm thinking about it even more now, but it is a blessing to have a roof over our heads at all and to have a home that we live in at all. And when we can extend that gratitude and that blessing to the point where we are using it to uplift ourselves and uplift whatever company we do happen to have, I just wanted to ask a little bit about how you feel the thread of faith um, that inner spirit feels in connection to everything that we are talking about today. You must be right in my head, Lene, because... I am. You've got a nice seat in your brain for me there, too. <laughs> yeah, just sitting right there. I, I can feel it. One thing that has always been on my heart since I started this journey of finding peace and order in my home, and like I said, I came from a big family, a loving, warm, amazing family, but when you have five kids in the house, it's chaotic. People are stealing your underwear and your earrings, and... It's insane. So in my adult life, I sort of went on this journey of trying to find order and peace in my own home. When I had the aha moment, because I was junky for many years, like in school and like as a young person in my 20s in my apartment, I was a mess. I had this aha moment. I was not showing God that I was appreciative of the spaces that he was putting me in. And just something went off. I could hear him saying, you don't want no house. You're praying for a house, but you can't even keep your room clean. You're praying for a house, but you don't pay your bills on time because you got mail you haven't opened in two months. And oh, you think you want a bunch of clothes? You can't even keep those clean or nice. And you want a nice pair of shoes? Look what you're doing to those that you have. You don't wipe them off. You don't put them back in the closet. And I was like, wow, I'm acting like a child. (laughs) And I am not showing gratitude for the things that I have, for the job that I have, for the space that I have. And then I just started to say, you know what? If I'm dreaming of all of these things, just like you ask your parents, I I want a puppy, but you don't know how to be responsible. So I'm asking God for all of these things, but I'm not showing him that I'm going to know what to do when I get it. I'm not showing him gratitude for the blessings that I already have. And so God sees your longing, he sees your gratitude, and he gives you grace. So I believe that if you just try, if you just put in the effort, God sees that. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be Martha Stewart, but God knows your heart. And if your heart is in it, if your heart is like, I just want to show gratitude for the fact that I have an iPhone now, and I couldn't have one so many years ago. So I'm going to take care of this iPhone and do the best that I can with it, anything. And your space, if you live in a studio apartment with no rooms, 
that is something to be grateful for, which I have lived in a studio apartment and you should feel grateful for that and show God that you are grateful. So yes, gratitude is such a big part of this whole journey. And I hope everyone will show the gratitude for their space and show themselves a little bit of grace. Wow. I never thought of it that way. That is so beautiful. Mia, I want you to either live at my house or live next door to me (laughs) and inspire me. I know that other people might be thinking the same thing. That was so beautiful and so powerful. I want anybody listening to make sure that they do two things. I want to make sure that they take a look at your Instagram account at The Lifted Home. But I also encourage people to take a look at your website, Mia, that's M-E-A-H, Mia Pace, P-A-C-E, MiaPace.com, because this lady has a beautiful voice, beautiful words, beautiful lyrics. I personally am in love with the song Gracefully and also with the newer one, I Hope. And there's just a slew of them. I just think anybody can be blessed and enhanced and helped and encouraged by taking a look at what you are offering in the many different facets of your wheelhouse. Gosh, Sandy, what what else? Is there anything else we want to ask you or me or anybody who wants to say anything before we wrap up? Well, first of all, just a reminder that we will put all of Mia's information at imagineyourselfpodcast.com. And yeah, somebody that has so much talent is, you know, it's worth taking a look at her website. And and I love music, you know, I've been in radio most of my life. And so I definitely latched onto that. When I first looked at your website, I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. Because I knew about the lifted home, but I didn't know all of the other aspects. So yeah, I definitely encourage that. So as far as takeaways, I think you've given us a lot to think about. And you've been through a lot of transitions as a lot of us have in 2020. So I guess I would just ask you as we head into 2021, what do you think this year is going to be defined as and what should we be making plans for? Obviously, you know, we we want to follow your instructions with the home, but is there anything else that you have for 2021 for us? Yes, I think 2021 is going to be a time when we give ourselves grace and we we learn what's important. We learn how much we miss other human beings, how much we miss nature, how much we miss gathering. So let's give ourselves some grace when it comes to those other things that just aren't important, how much money you have and how cool your car is or whatever, all of these things. And let's really just show gratitude for our own space, give ourselves that space to like be who we are and enjoy right now and enjoy when we finally get to hug people and go out and gather again. I just know it's going to be this wonderful reunion. Yeah. That's 2021 for me. I'm hoping. (laughs) I love it. I'm with it. I mean, I thought this episode was just going to be about cleaning and organizing up your house, but it's been so much more. Um, we thank you, Mia Pace, for embracing our space and giving us grace and <laughs> being so wonderful. Lene and Sandy, thank you so much for having me. I love what you're doing. So please be encouraged and please keep doing it. First of all, you all sound amazing. Like your voices are just so 
creamy and milky and wonderful. So y'all, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. My earphones, like it sounds so great to listen to this beautiful podcast and just that joy and that spirit is just so cool to have at my disposal. So I encourage you all to keep doing this. It really is working. And I encourage everyone out there to go listen to the podcast. And y'all are so funny. So like, yes, keep keep doing it. (laughs) In that vein, all I can say is in a sexy voice, imagine yourself doing more than just existing in your home. Truly start loving and living and expressing yourself in your very own lifted home. God bless you and thank you for listening. As always, we'd love your feedback. Go to imagineyourselfpodcast.com. Hope you'll take a moment to subscribe, to rate, to connect with us on social media and let us know what you're liking or not liking or want to see more of. Head on over right now to imagineyourselfpodcast.com. You'll find a link in the show notes.